these memories. Huh? Dr. Randy Weissong is with us, Patrick Tempone, One Radio Network. Um, so what are your other things on here that we should really talk about? Because I love talking about this, and people give me a hard time because I'm, I'm a cosmology truther. But you had mentioned the flood, right? You had mentioned the flood uh, in the, the biblical idea, and there was only, what, eight people after the flood and all that stuff when you talk right. about the Bible? Well, you know, there's quite a few people, and I'm one of them, that you can see that there are real evidence, real evidence that there was a huge mud flood in, in on Earth. I don't know how long ago, but have you seen some of that material? Well, I wrote about I oh, wrote it back, cool. about it back in the early 1970s. Oh, which book? Which about book? how that there is there is definitely evidence of a of a significant flood. Flood. Wow. And good. Uh, the uh, not, you know, geologic evidence, you know, but there, there's also in lore. And it's interesting, you know, that uh, it's another thing about the Bible. The Bible talks about, about a flood and the Noah, mm-hmm. Noah, Noah building a boat and so forth. And the uh, uh, Sumerians, uh, I think it was the Sumerians, uh, had the same story like a thousand or more years before, almost identical. <laughs> so... There was nothing unique or special about the the, the Bible account, hmm. uh, but it goes in in almost all cult- all cultures. You know, all old cultures they have some kind of legend about a about a flood. But when you wrote about it, do you think that this mud flood that they call it the mud flood, the flat earthers, because there's a huge amount of mud? Do you think it was the entire Earth? Do you have any any clues or or research that shows, or was it just in a certain part of it? Do we know? Um, the 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 flood that that I saw evidence for was was not the the mud flood sort of evidence. It was more in the geological record. Like for example, you can you can uh, you can dig down and you find fossils. You know the mud the mud flood didn't. I don't believe it created fossils. It it created buried uh, cities or at least parts of cities and. And, uh, but the, the flood that I was, uh, showing, uh, I was, uh, discovering that there was evidence for is the, the geological record gave is, is in the geological record, which they date back, you know, long, long before that, if you can trust the, uh, the geological time periods, which you really can't for sure. But any, in any case, um, the, the, the geologic record is has fossils in it, and that's one of the ways that they supposedly date the rocks. You right. know? And um, not a not a couple of fossils, but lots of fossil fossils. Uh-huh. You know, thousands, millions of, of fossils in the geologic record. Now, how do you create a, a, a fossil? Now, right now, <clears throat> we live in the woods, and and my wife has a bird feeder. <laughs> And, and there's, we've got that attracts not just birds, but we've got coons and we've got possums and we've got uh, deer. Uh, you know, anything that has a mouth that seems to come up and eat the stuff that flips out of the bird feeder. And and all this wildlife that we see around us, we can go for a walk in the woods at any given time. We never see a dead animal. Never see. Yeah. Never see a, a dead songbird. Never see a dead bluebird, a sparrow, or wren. Nothing. And so what happens now is when, when creatures die, you know, they're either eaten, 
you know, as carrion, or they slowly decompose and disappear. Yeah. They don't create a fossil. The only way you can create a fossil is by sudden, catastrophic, sedimentary bur burial. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. 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 yeah in sense. fact, uh, yeah. one of the things I, I, in the in the graphics I wanted to show you, or that are in the book that people mm -hmm. can look at, and I've got a whole section on this. There's a fossil of of a fish. Yes. With half of a fish in its mouth. Now, how could that how happen that, without yeah. sudden? How could they both die? To, just, yeah, yeah, something had yeah. to happen, right? And there are there are things called polystrate trees, where you have a tree that's vertical in the the rock layer. Mm -hmm. And in the and it and and then in along the tree there's layers of of rock. So how uh, was well, sedimentary rock? So that that tree was buried upright by all of these this mound of of uh, sedimentary material. Um, and it, and this kind of thing can happen has to happen suddenly. It doesn't happen over millions of years, would have as the evolutionists would argue that mm -hmm. it does. You know, mm -hmm. it's sudden burial, and that's kind of what happens in the geological record. You have the Cambrian, and then you have the Precambrian, and in the Precambrian, there's no fossils, and then all of a sudden, basically at the Cambrian level, you have this bounty of, of fossils showing up. So, so what does that tell you? Something before. had to happen where a lot of species were. Killed instantly. Sudden, suddenly. catastrophic. Wow. Sudden, catastrophic. And Major, what, what year was know, that about, Doc? Around what time? What year? Um, if you had to put Well, uh, you know, to the in the geologic, geological record, they would say millions of years. Oh, ago. millions of years. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, but again, uh, I don't know that you can trust. See, they're... Yeah, I mean, who knows a million assuming, years? They just come up with these They see a rock, you know, a rock formation so high. Right. Uh, and they they look out today and they see how long does it take for for ground or or silt to build up anywhere and they they made well it builds up this much in ten years maybe a eighth of an inch right. and then they they look at that rock and then they take that eighth of an inch and extrapolate it to the to the depth of that and then they say well it's it you know it's this old you know so but we don't know that things in the past you know went exactly uniform as they as they do today. It's called uniformitarianism. Yes, it kind of is the basis for the whole evolutionary record where you have the, the simple creatures slowly evolving to the more uh, complex creatures and so forth. And they need time. That's, that's their magic for, for uh, explaining evolution is time. time. They need great time for this to happen. So, uh, but there are so many things that militate against the notion that creatures can ever uh, spontaneously evolve into something more complex than they than they are, including that there's a really neat mechanism that we have, and they say that that happens or evolution happens as a result of mutations and natural selection. Mm -hmm. That there are mutations to the genetic apparatus, and the mutation that results in the budding of a of a leg on a fish, you know, is retained. You know, and then and then uh, uh, the bud grow the mutation that results in a bigger bud, and, and on and on through millions of years, and eventually you have a foot. But the body, uh, the uh, you know, we are designed uh, 
with a DNA, but it's not just this single-stranded uh, double helix that mm -hmm. we're used to seeing. Mm -hmm. It's actually shrouded in, <clears throat> in, in, in proteins and glycoproteins and things that are, are, are called epigenetic uh, controls. That they if change. You, if you, change. Yeah, just, just the, you, you have the, the, the DNA strand, and then you have it shrouded in these, these uh, uh, other molecules. And some of those molecules are what are known as DNA repair mechanisms. And there are thousands of them, thousands of, of chemicals involved in watching the DNA, you know, uh, looking up and down the DNA strand to make sure there's no damage to it. As soon as there is damage, like a mutation, they go in, cut it out, and put the, the right uh, uh, sequence back in. Hmm. So we, we are only alive, not because of DNA, but because of DNA repair mechanisms. Because if there were not these uh, repair mechanisms, we would be dead a long time ago because our DNA would have been so damaged. Right now, we're, you know, cosmic rays are going through us all the time, you hmm. know, all kinds of radiation that can affect um, uh, the DNA. So that's one of the one of the proofs that also, I mean, not only does it keep us alive, these DNA repair mechanisms, but it's a proof a proof that that evolution uh, where where you get transmutation from one kind of organism to another uh, cannot happen because we have a mechanism that prevents that. Hmm. On the whole if there's a mutation that supposedly is going to grow a new arm bud, yep. and you have a mechanism that says no, you can't do that, and puts the the the, the mechanism that was there back in, in form, then you you can't have evolution. So that's just one of many. You know, in a lot of the cervids, uh, most of them deer, uh, elk, um, moose, they they drop these antlers and they grow another one. I mean, what's up with that? For a whole year, they drop them off. It's like a new arm every year they grow. It's a well. We our whole body does that. Our our, our whole body does as well. We're always yeah. Our whole body changes over. Mm -hmm. Certainly, our skin is falling off F2. all the time and yes. regenerating. Yeah. But I, I can't remember what the like. Every seven years, we're a, like a new person because they just die and re re go redo it again. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, right. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, all, and all of that just happens. Yeah. Wow. You know, that's just, just, just because that's the way atoms do, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I understand. Uh, here's an email for you. Um, I want to pass Patrick's past guest, Crow777, has coined the mantra, belief is the enemy of knowing. Mm, ego is the protector of belief, and in the middle of every belief is a big lie. I'm far more comfortable today with knowing what cannot be that which is absolutely is. I appreciate your level-headed discussion as we continue to search for absolute truth. Oh, well, thank you. That's 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 a nice. Those one. are great, great thoughts. That's yeah, nice. absolutely. That's exactly what we've been talking about. Permit me to. I want to. I want to just touch on the transgender thing for a minute because sure. we were talking about like surgery to? and, and yeah, so forth. Like to. Um, the, that's you know that's that's kind of uh, uh, on my mind right now, and I'm writing about it and researching it, and I'm and I'm just struck by uh, the 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 if you will the the brutal. You know, if you if you have not done surgery, uh, uh, 
yourself and you've not been into the body and, and have seen how complex it is and how how difficult it is to do some of the things that you want to do and how dependent you are on the body afterwards to heal what you have done. It's hard to understand. People have, again, this materialistic underlying belief that that medicine is, is just so advanced. You know, we just, doctors just can do anything and the body is just a machine. You can take a part out, uh, you can replace a part and uh, with impunity. That's just, uh, like again, that goes back to this whole materialistic evolutionary scientism belief that underlies so much of the bad that's going on right now. And uh, if you were to explore what actually goes on with like a transgender surgery, it's, it's and, and, and to think that this is, this is happening to, uh, to even preteen kids. I mean, I can't, I can't imagine, um, I can't imagine a doctor doing it. I can't imagine a parent allowing it. And, and the aftermath, though, what's going to happen with these people mm-hmm. over time as a result of this belief that you can just, at will, you know, change the human body without consequence is just is going to be just horrendous. I mean, there's, there's no way that consequences do not befall us if we, if we just uh, continue to pursue the lie. The lie is that that we are just matter. You can intrude on it all you want, and it doesn't really make any difference. Um, so that's that's where. It's hard so to imagine that they're even to, doing it. If someone it? wants to, if yeah. someone's more interested in this, I'm working on on an article right now for the newsletter, and the newsletter is free. Just uh, where I, I get into the details of, you know, going back to circumcision, which is a yeah. mutilation, and then and then you've got. Uh, female circumcision, infibulation, and the things that are done in the name of religion. Hmm. These things are done, again, a a belief on top of another belief, you know, and then then you have this uh, transgenderism, and I I get into some detail about what's going on. The only reason I I do that is just, it just feels such compassion for the families and the people who are... Oh God! And it's it's not just going through it. It's it's the the long term consequences of this are going to be horrendous. Just like the vaccine, there there's you know uh, there's quite a toll now. And just uh, um, uh, am I not supposed to say that word? <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, the injections, yeah. the the COVID injections. You've got so many suicides and so forth, but people who have been uh, uh, adversely harmed by the medical interventions regarding this, and uh, again, you know, truth, truth is the rule. You know, if if you don't pursue it, if you don't obey it, if you just flout it, if you ignore it, uh, there will be consequences to be paid. Karma, right? Karma is that. Yeah, this yeah, comes around, yeah. baby. Uh, the yeah. big question: solving them. As of Thinking Matters, third edition, you can get a hard copy or get the ebook from uh, Dr. Weissong's website, as of thinkingmatters.com. 
You know, it's fascinating. I think there's a lot of big forces uh, geopolitically, economically behind this trans. You can, you know, I've done some research. You've probably done more than I. There's a lot of people that are pushing this whole thing, you know, with money. Um, and, um, and Well, doesn't that, doesn't that kind of verge all into the transhumanist thing? That's what I mean. You yeah, know, that it yeah, doesn't, yeah. yeah, that we're just, we become just sexless robots that they can implant a chip in our brain that's where they want to go and we just become become just an extension of of a oh, central computer <laughs> yes, sir. that's where they that's where that's they want to go nonsense. it's total and, nonsense and you know the you know, who just, is really intent i don't know if you've seen some of the videos but they're really big on the idea that we are not spiritual beings we do not have free will that that's all made up have you, have you seen them yeah. talk about that they they're very clear about that that's crazy. Yes, yes, people. yes. It's like okay. That's why. That's why you know the the whole the whole evolution thing, the whole whole mm-hmm. notion of being able to prove that we are a creation, that we do have free will. Yes, sir. That evolution cannot happen. That we are not the product of a big bang, spinning ball, infinite universe. Those things are fundamental. If if you don't have a good grasp on those, you get easily sidetracked into these these beliefs and this trust in government and science and medicine and so forth. Yeah. And the you know, only danger awaits when that happens. And many of the heliocentric followers, are the, the the cosmology truthers like you are and I are I am, they they conjecture that one of the reasons why they built this heliocentric model is exactly what you were saying. Because you're just randomly spinning around crazy with your hair on fire, you don't have free will, you're not a spiritual being, it's just all some big thing. Yeah, well, let's see, see if, if, if they're, see the, the thing that, the people, people conflate the, um, the geocentric model, where the earth was the center of the universe, God created it, uh, we're special, you know, that whole thing, they equate that with religion. They equate that with the Bible. And for people who uh, examine religion in the Bible and they find flaws, like I quoted to you earlier, those kinds of things, Uh they say, well, this can't be true, you know, and so they reject religion, reject the Bible, and they think that those represent the Creator. You see, so they just reject the Creator. They don't understand that the Creator stands on its own, and it has its own proofs. It doesn't need a religious proof. It doesn't need a holy book proof. Its its proof is in science and in natural law and in logic and experience. So, uh, but people just have not have uh, you know that's kind of what's going on here. That's the and and the reason that that they've got this cosmology that they do this. This is Spinning. that's the only way that, that that we can explain if there is if it is a godless place if there is no creator we have to explain all these things we see in the sky and so they come up with this phantasmagoric uh, situation where the earth is spinning it's it's rotating around uh, around the sun and the and our solar system is rotating around a galaxy and the galaxy is rotating through the universe all told we're moving in several diff- different directions at like 3.8 million miles an hour mm-hmm. and and we're taught that from the time that we're in the crib and we look up 
at at the little mobile of the of the uh, solar system, yeah. you know, we spinning it. above the crib, and people. That's why it's just so. It, the, these these lies are so big uh, that that it's just and, and they're embedded in us at such an early age. It's just so hard to break through to people. They just think you're crazy, you're crazy oh, for yeah. for for doubting them. Yeah. I, That's I why it's got to start someplace, and I think there are you do what you there, people just have to try to, uh, as they can learn what they can about about it, try to spread it and try to That's awaken right. people as much as possible. My theory is, Dr. Weissong, that this is, is well, I know we're spiritual beings, and I, I believe that if we are living a lie subconsciously, even though we don't know it's a lie, it's very hard on us. We are become more capable to believe other stuff. Viruses, yes. COVIDs, injections, right? And that's why I think yes. it's important to talk about the cosmology truth, and we're not spinning around the sun. There's just no way. I mean, I can't prove it, but you can't prove that we are. So, you know, if you want to, you know what I mean? If you want to well, I mean, yeah, I think I think there's that aspect of it is we, we should not like to be lied to. Yeah. But I think, I think it also ties back to the more fundamental question of whether we were created or whether we're just a spontaneous accident sure. of atoms. Yeah. And and until people can go back and and decide on one or the other using reason and logic and science, um, it's easy to, to fall for everything that, that, that is built on that. Yeah. I met a young girl, she was 12 when I was vacationing in Hawaii. Uh, some friends had a daughter. And we got to talking, and um, she goes, um, she said to me, how many years have you been in your body? This is what she said to me. She's 12 years old, right? So I told her, I, you know, whatever the number was. And I said, well, how many years have you been in yours? And she said, 12. I said, I knew I had a hot one on my hands, Doc. So I said, do you remember where you were before you came into the body? Oh, she oh, said, wow. oh, yeah, that's where I chose my mom. And I got goosebumps wow. then, and I said, well, how did that happen? Her name, and so she told me, she said, I was with God, is what she said, and she said there were three bubbles, and I saw three couples, one couple in each bubble, and God said, choose which one you want. And I, I, I liked the mom in one, but I didn't like the dad, and I told God, I said, this is the mom I want, but I don't want the, God, the dad. And God, and God told her, go ahead and pick that one, because they're going to get a divorce after you're born, it'll be okay. And that's exactly what happened. Now you can't make that stuff up. You know, it's like. Yeah, well, even, it's are you like, familiar with the work of Ian Stevenson? I'm not at no. the University of Virginia. No, I'm not. I'm where not. he's he's done done. Uh, 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 I think it's thousands of studies. Yeah. Of 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 pre-birth memories of kids. Ah. And he's gone all over the world. Oh. And he'll he'll find these kids who say. Uh, well, you know, my previous mom, blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. And then he'll he'll uh, query them, and he'll find that they will describe, well, we used to live so-and-so, uh, and he'll describe it and so forth, and, and the parents just say, well, he's just, you know, fantasizing it's and so it. forth. And then, then one day they decide to just take a ride and have this little kid who's like four years old sure. tell him which way to go. <laughs> And and they end up right where this kid said that he used to live, and and he, they go up to the door, knock on the door, and he recognizes uh, 
like a sister or you wow. know i mean it's, it's inc- cool? and this is not just one no one thing. a lot I mean, right? we're talking thousands of 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 studies by a university professor well i'm going to check this guy out ian stevens stevens yeah uh, stevenson i a n stevenson s t e v e n s e n i think but his i think his work has been taken over by another person who's doing the same okay. thing but um I can't think of the name. But he of just the talks book. to but them. If you, if you just search yeah. Ian Stevenson, uh, reincarnation. Or, reincarnation. Or, Does he talk to them or hypnotize them or just just talks to them? No, just no. They just they just tell him. They just they, tell they, him. like this twelve year old girl. They yeah. and uh, my understanding is that most uh, most kids up until I thought there was like seven or eight. They remember. Um, that. Yeah, they they think that they are not really their body. They, yeah, they know their souls. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and one of the things that I, as I was going through this whole discussion in the book, uh, describing you know proofs for why we are something other than just this physical body, is the fact that you can you can look back. I I know I can, and I can't speak for everybody else, but if I think back in in my history as as far back as I can, like to kindergarten, maybe it was before or whatever. And I was like self-aware of who I was. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I'm no different. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm the same person. Same person. You're it. That's it. I mean, I, I've a I've uh, I've experienced a lot of things and and learned a lot of things and whatever. Just but I am fundamentally the same. Nothing has changed. No. Nothing has has become different than in terms of me. Yes. The I. The soul, I guess. Soul, that, yeah, which yeah. is eternal and pure and right. Yeah, you know, you had mentioned about separateness, and I think this is one of the biggest challenges of humanity: is this idea that we're separate from God, and that we're separate from you and me, and we're not. You know, we are one. You know, I mean, you're different. You're a totally unique soul, but at the end of the day, which is why you can think about your mom and she'll call you. You know, because we're all connected. Right. We're all connected. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of smothered. I mean, you, yeah. you, of course, the question comes up: if, and some people say they've lived thousands of of lives. I'm sure people it's possible. Say, well, why can't I remember any of those? You know, and I can't remember any any of mine. And 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 if you think about it, if you actually did think back, you'd to be crazy when right? you were <laughs> when you were living in Rome and eating with wooden spoons and stuff and and so forth. How could you ever function? Yeah. Function in this life, yeah. you know. Our, our purpose is to be here. We came here to deal with specific circumstances that we chose that thought that would make us become better people. I agree. And so that's one of the things that you'll notice about life is that life doesn't just uh, always hunky dory. I mean, it can sail along. It's pretty good. Hey, this is pretty cool. Everything's good, you know. Um, you know, I'm winning, I'm winning, you know, <laughs> and then bang, Boom. something will happen that's just really, cont- that is, you know, really tests you. And that that happens again and again throughout life. Most people, you know, will, will as they live, you know, through the years, they'll say that, yeah, that, that does indeed happen. And those are the things that we chose to happen in order to grow from. To learn, right? Yeah, to learn, yeah. yeah. I look upon karma as one thing my teacher tells us about. Karma is not a punishment. 
You know, some people think of karma as being a punishment. You know, you're punished for doing this, reaping and sowing, sowing and reaping. But I think it's right. more learning lessons to learn why we created whatever this obstacle is, and we can say, oh, I know how I created that. Maybe I don't have to do that any longer. That's my theory. Right. And then speaking of, of karma and and punishment, if you will, mm. uh, the, the people who... Uh, who, who talk about uh, life uh, after death, say that when they go through that experience, you know, and they go through the tunnel, and they go through, um, they see light, and then they will go through a life review. Are, are you familiar with that? Yeah, they, heard that? it's people that have gone further than I did, where they actually right. go on the other side and they do the whole thing. I've, I've read right, that. Right, yeah. you actually review. Yeah. You review your entire life and uh, all of the feelings and so forth. And one of the things that you do experience is the harm that you have brought to others or the harm that, that comes to others as a result of your actions. You experience that. You experience what they experience. Yes. It's for lessons, right? So you don't do it next time. Right? If you got to go. Yeah, that's the whole idea. Yeah. If you don't have to come back and do it again, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that's that's one of my goals. I'd like to make sure that I don't have to do this popsicle stand again, Doc. But you know, I say that, and I just always smile to myself because I kind of get the idea that if God said, "You know, Patrick, you did great," and what do you say? Would you go for another run? Because we need to do this and this and this. You know, you would do it, right? You say, "Sure." What are you yeah. going to do? Say no? <laughs> what you- yeah. More. Well, my understanding is that what you, you can still grow. In in the the spiritual realm, you know, if, you know, because you've got eternity to do sure, it. Sure, just keep going. But but by coming into this physical, you know, spatial time limited uh, experience, we we are able to to learn more. You know, yeah. Uh, just because everything's slowed down, my understanding is on the other side, everything is super fast. You know, you just think of something and you can be there or think of think of a place and you can be there and everything is telepathic but in this uh physical realm we're it's a little more dense right a little more dense yeah right and we're able to experience pain and and pangs of conscious more acutely Hmm. you ever had any flying dreams fly i do that sometimes it's so great oh man i mean i can can you can you do you actually feel the, the lift when you when you use your wings? The whole thing. It's just so magical. It's like a Steven Spielberg movie, you know? I love doing it. I love doing it. Yeah. It's, well, some people say that, that you actually can go to uh, realms where you are a flying creature. Oh, I think we are, yes, sir. I believe we're on the astral plane or causal, wherever. I don't know where I am, but I'm definitely... In a body, in an astral body, I'm flying. You know, I am. No, I'm talking about oh. uh, when you decide to come back. Oh, when you and decide to, to leave that spiritual world, you can go to a place where you will be. Uh, you can, you are able to fly. Oh, I and see. That will be your life. Oh, yeah, you can reincarnate. I guess on any plane that you yeah. earned, I, and that's my understanding. Yeah. Whichever place yeah. you've earned, you know. So sure, I guess anything's possible. <laughs> 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 that's pretty fun to think about, right? Anything's possible. Oh yeah, do um, this is a good good question, and I was going to ask too before we go from Lisa. Has Doctor Wysong received a lot of flack 
like our host Patrick has for believing that the Earth is not spinning around the sun. Thanks for your, thanks for your show. Yeah, I've I've received my share of you know your crazies, and we've actually lost some listeners over it. But I don't care. I am not gonna, you know, not be my truth. You know, not be myself. I just can't do it. Well, I, um, yeah, it's very, very hard with, uh, uh, friends and family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, that, that has not been an easy tug. So I just kind of leave it alone. Me too. I, I thought, I, <laughs> I thought I would be able to, I, when I first, I, I've only known about this for like, like, uh, six months or oh, is so. That right? you know? You're a new one to it. Yeah. yeah good. Yeah, you. If, if you look at the cover of that book, that the the Earth that's on there is oh yeah, is, you got a curved Earth on there. Good for you. Yeah, see, I was right in the fold. I was uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah, the spinning ball, infinite universe sort of thing. Yep. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've I've you know I was uh, discovered that just you know six six months ago or so, and I found it extremely exciting because I just. You know, I, I, I love to find out how I've been lied to. Yeah, it's kind of fun, isn't it? I, I find that I find that very exhilarating. You know, <laughs> to 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 discover that, and it's a sense of freedom. You know, oh wow, you know, I mean, it's just another thing that I can yeah can get rid of that that was hanging on to me that was not true. Um, you know, I've written uh, on the on the website. If people want to go there, there's on the home page, you can go to the right, and there's um, a section called um, "Lies as Big as the Universe." Ah. And and I've got I've written uh, so far ten ten newsletters on that with proofs uh, that the that that the cosmology we've been being told is not true. I don't I don't talk about flat Earth there. Because as soon as you use the term flat earth, yeah. people all pit, pigeonhole you immediately. It's a weird term. So I just, yeah. I just talk to them about science. Uh-huh. You know, that, for example, you know, we, we live on an earth with uh, atmospheric pressure, air pressure, and supposedly we're next to the vacuum of space and how that is a physical impossibility. You can't have air pressure and then next space. to a vacuum. And, it, and, and without there being some kind of a barrier. So if there's a barrier, that barrier can't have holes in it, and you can't have rocket ships penetrating it, <laughs> or you'd lose all your air pressure, just like a balloon would. Pretty simple. And yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just one of, that's to me, one of the favorite proofs that the cosmology we've been fed is not true, and that space travel is not true. It can't be true. And it's... it's just isn't. Just, yeah. yeah. And isn't it fascinating... We're billion light years away is what we're exploring, we, you know, with these new telescopes, all this stuff. It's just all made up. It's just all fairy, fairy yeah, dust, yeah. fairy dust. It's again, it's again <laughs> to, to, hold, to support that whole materialistic, evolutionary, mm-hmm. you know, we're just a, a chance product of, of the combining of molecules and an ancient scum on Earth and... <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we return, you know. So that's that's yeah. the that's the fundamental thing that they need to support their whole materialistic evolutionary framework is this infinite cosmology. So you know, Doctor Weisong, the one that really got me some years ago, you had mentioned, you know, the sun spins and then 
we supposedly spin around. How does it work? Then we supposedly spin around the galaxy. You said right. it better than I. Then the galaxy spins around something else. It just it just uh, uh, spirals through spirals space. Through space, and then you can see this is a fact that the North Star never moves. Yeah, it never moves, and the yeah. stars go around us always the same always the same till one year the SAR is going to be in exact Spain, same place it was yeah. 365 days ago now if we were doing all that moving, moving almost 4 million miles per hour yeah, in and several it, different yeah, directions and how is it possible it's just not even possible you just need that one fact about cosmology truth and that will show you that we're not spinning around it couldn't be yeah. I mean you can't and how about how about this one you know <laughs> that if we're if we're spinning right rotating around the sun right uh, you know all of these different movements all in different directions tell me how you're going to be able to launch a rocket from earth and hit a target somewhere you're just not when when everything's moving in at millions of miles per hour in different directions it'd be like trying to shoot something with a gun and heavy <laughs> and it moving in different directions. This can't do it. At millions of miles per hour. How would you land an airplane if the Earth is spinning at a thousand miles to to the west? Exactly. I mean, you know, yeah. how are you going to land an airplane? Are you really calculating that? Yeah. No, they aren't. I talked to a yeah, pilot got, friend of mine, of and he says, "Oh no, we calculate that all in there because he's a he, he's a cosmologist. He just he thinks I'm crazy because he was a pilot for forty years. He said, "Oh no, that's all that's all calculated in the computers." Yeah, oh no! It's not. Oh no! It's not. You know, all of their all of their instruction manuals say, say flat this earth. is all calculated on a flat, stationary Earth. It does. It says it. NASA says that all of the flight manuals and so forth, <laughs> all their calculations about how you know how to train people and so forth, they assume the Earth is flat and it's stationary. Yeah. <laughs> There's another cool one. I it's, think you like this one. They go to Australia and they're going to fly to like Fiji or someplace. And of course, you just go in a flat line because it, the earth is flat. And, you know, that's. But they've right. had instances where they had um, medical emergencies when they're flying in these long things. And the emergen medical emergency had to land at the nearest airport and they landed in Alaska, whatever, right? Because they were just, <laughs> right. they were just going to a straight yeah. line. I mean, they prove that you don't. You don't go up and down like that when you fly to, you know, ten thousand miles away. It's right. some of it is so simple, but I think as you have talked about a lot today and in your book, these big questions we've been so programmed into believing that folks just can't see it. You know, there's no way, man. It's, no. no, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. God love them. You know, what are you going to do? Well, I think the big one now that I am excited about is and we're going to have Colin on tomorrow, is there's absolutely no evidence that there's germs flying through the air that we catch and share with people. Zero. Zero evidence. And one of the things that, that, in that regard, one of the, the first article that I, I wrote on, on uh, Lies as Big as the Universe on uh -huh. Cosmology is uh, the, the first article I show a picture of the supposed... Uh, COVID-19 virus, yes, you know, with yeah. all the spikes, you know, and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then I, I talk about how that, that, that's a computer graphic image. That's not an actual image of a virus. Of course. And then I show pictures of the earth and I say, guess what? <laughs> those are, that's those are all computer. computer graphic images too. Nobody, in spite of all the space travel, 
people on the moon. Several different. Nobody thought to take a camera and take some actual photographs. One of real the picture. That's all I want. You show me one real picture of the spinning ball surrounded by space. No CGI. I'll change. I'm. I'll, I'll change. Yeah. I'll yeah, say I was that's wrong. That's all they need. I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The 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 uh, the germ thing is is crazy. Uh, I mean, I def. I'm. I'm pretty convinced that there was no actual c19 virus yeah you know when you think about it everything that happened everything that happened with regard to the pandemic and so forth they didn't need a virus they already had a disease that they could call covid19 that was the flu and that's exactly what they did the flu disappeared during covid and they moved all, all the, the cases over. were yeah they moved yeah all the well, they were all flu cases or and they started to call because of the of the PCR tests that can call anything a positive you know they've got anybody you know you get hit by a train if you've got a positive PCR you you died of covid you know it's just yes, so the point is they they didn't need a virus to do everything that they all they needed was a fake test and just believers Yes, just sir. believers because they said we have a pandemic and uh, they needed diseases that they could call COVID and that's it. You know, and they had, they had all these patents for COVID vaccines long before COVID supposedly even existed. And I think they did those just so they could go back and say, you see, there is a virus because, you know, I think they, just, I, I think they were just covering their bases. Well, they just you know that's the the only uh, the only virus that there that there was was you know what's known as an in silico virus, something created on a computer. Right. There was never an actual virus that they've been able to isolate and and identify. And doctor, but I don't know that that can be. I don't know that that can be extrapolated to everything. I don't think it can be extrapolated to there aren't pathogenic. There are no pathogenic bacteria, and I'm not. Yeah, you're not totally there. Totally yet. convinced yeah, about yeah, about they're, they're not possibly being pathogenic viruses. I mean, I mean, what what I have experienced in in medicine is transmissibility. I mean, you can like when we had uh, a clinic and we had uh, maybe several animals in in the hospital. If one was brought in you know, coughing with a disease called kennel cough. Uh, before long, you know, the whole, the whole group would be coughing. Hmm. You know, that, that, but that, that doesn't could be happen a spiritual, because of lifestyle. That could be a Pardon spiritual me. thing. That could be a spirit where they're changing, exchanging energy. But doc, there's never been any evidence to show that any contagion exists. Nothing. Spanish flu, polio, uh, HIV, there all been no evidence of contagion. No evidence. Well, the only evidence that I I know of is I, is the, in, the well, of course, the stuff that I've I've learned in school. Sure, you know, but also the but the experience and and uh, kids. One of the things I noticed is that when the kids were in school, you know, particularly during the grade school years and so forth, uh, they'd come home sick, and before long, everybody in our family was sick. But they so could all hard. they could all detox at the same time. That's a I think it's a very good argument. 
<laughs> I think it is. It's a tough one. I know. It's a tough no, one for me. Because we get emails well, all the know, time. I, I well, how I does mentioned this, this to you last yeah. time. Yeah. I mentioned this to you last time in terms of, how about bacteria? Do you believe they're bacterial pathogens? I think bacteria are there to help us. Yes, sir, to clean up. To clean up. I'm talking about pathogens. So a th- a, a what do you th- mean by uh, pathogen? A bacteria a pa- uh, uh, that can cause pathology. And what, do you, what does pathology explain that? Disease. Disease. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I've not seen any evidence to that. Okay, the, the evidence I have of that is in practice, real time, mm-hmm. is uh, an animal would come in, mm-hmm. it would have, uh, let's say, a skin condition mm-hmm. that, that, you know, just was not healing. I would be able to take a swab of, of one of the lesions. I would then put that on a culture plate. Yes, sir. And let whatever was there grow on the culture plate. And then I would, put, and I would be able to uh, uh, take pieces of that off, look under a microscope, and I would see uh, bacteria that w- could be identified, say, as something, uh, Streptococcus right. or Salmonella or some, something. And then I would put on top of that that uh, plate uh, a bunch of uh, uh, several discs that were of different. Uh, antibiotics or chemotherapeutics right sir yes sir they would and they would cause some would cause inhibition of growth and others would not so i would take like uh penicillin a yes. penicillin and and, and and the indication was that penicillin inhibited that particular thing then i would take penicillin and i would uh, give the animal penicillin and the skin would clear up yes sir do you want to hear my explanation why that is without a pathogen? Okay. 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 And I think this happens in humans as well. Say, for example, uh, someone has damaged lung tissue from grief or chemicals, whatever, you know, whatever. In, in tr- it happens a lot. The bacteria are in the body, in my opinion, to clean that up, right? So the bacteria in there trying to clean it up because that's what the body wants to do to get those lungs really clean. And then you feel terrible, and you can't breathe, and blah, right, and headaches and all that. You go to the doctor, oh, you have pneumonia. You have pneumonia. So let's give you an antibiotic, and you'll be fine. You give the person an antibiotic, they feel better in two days, and you, everybody believes the, the bacteria was trying to kill the person, and they killed the bacteria, so they saved them. But all they did was inhibit and stop the healing process, in my opinion. If they just would have let it go, if the soul was strong enough to withstand, you know, this experience, which most older people are not. Well, you Hold on a second. So antibiotics could save an older person who was too weak to go through the healing process, but I believe that if you just let it go, the bacteria will clean things up and you don't have to give any antibiotics. And that could same thing happen with an animal. That you... You stop the healing process. You might have saved it. The animal didn't want to go through it or couldn't go through it. So you didn't do a wrong thing, but I think you're, you're, you're putting causation. Uh, you're, you're just adding a step there. You're assuming that the bacteria was trying to kill the animal, but it could be trying to heal it. That's my theory. Well, you know, there's uh, uh, one thing in support of that mm-hmm. in terms of uh, when you're in practice, uh, uh, people are walking and they want an immediate result. Of course. 
I know. Yeah, they, they're, they're paying you. They want to see a result. Yeah, I'm not suggesting you so did anything one of the, wrong. One of the you did the I, right thing. I've said, <laughs> if, I, if I went back into practice, I doubt anybody would continue to come see me because I'd say, well, yeah. you know, give it some time or, you know, feed this, you know, or, you know, do these kinds of things, get, get it outside, you know, make sure you got exercise, you know, try to remove any kind of uh, toxin in the environment. I would say all those kinds, of, that's not what they're looking for. They want a, they oh, want a they pill want, or an yeah. injection. They want a pill or an injection and an immediate fix. I agree. So what you say may be true. It's just that some of the some of the cases that I've dealt with were extremely it's hard to obstinate, work. obstinate and chronic and and just not moving toward toward healing at all. And the the antibiotic would 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 you know turn the table. You yeah, know. I understand. There probably would be some. Well, what animals. are you saying that the? Go what ahead. are you saying that the back uh, that the that the? What do you think that the ba- that the antibiotic did? Oh, it uh, it killed the it killed the bacteria. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that I cultured. Correct. And and uh, did that did that Im- impact the healing process? Do you it think? stops the healing process in the back and the and the it it it, it stops the, the the movement of it. And it just stops it dead in its tracks where it is. But but if the result is, you know, like in a short period of time, in a matter of days, you see a clearing of something that's been going on for months. Right. So in my opinion, Doc, the healing process stops because you've killed the bacteria that was trying to do it naturally. You did what you thought was the best thing. And when you get rid of that process, the body's going to, you know, do whatever it can to get back to normal, but there still could be possibly something in there that energetically in the animal's leg or energetically in the person's lungs that need to be dealt with, and it could come back, possibly. Okay. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, That's I, th- th- I think the, the, you know, the, the thing that you're arguing is that uh, given time, the body is going to do what it was going to do anyway, I even believe, without the antibiotic. I believe so. I believe uh, there, so. there is merit to that, I guess, from a from a clinician's standpoint. Again, you're under pressure to oh, create a result, yeah. and and uh, and uh, some of those things uh, that that you can do can uh, make a pretty dramatic recovery. Sure. Sure. What do you what do you what do you say about about uh, the animal that is brought in and you've got uh, twenty caged animals? All of those caged animals are well. Though the, you bring in one and it's and it's coughing. Say they're all dogs and it's coughing. Mm-hmm. And it's got what you call kennel cough. Yes, sir. I've heard that. And 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 then uh, after a short period of time, you you have half of the other dogs coughing now too. What what? Is, uh, why would my, that be? My only experience would, my only explanation would be, just as in my theory, much like everything, when we are around other humans, we are constantly exchanging energetic vibrations. Everything. What we think, what we believe. I mean, the classic example is when ladies live together, they start to sync up their menstrual cycles. They just do. They don't, sure. they don't share blood, but they just do. And when families get the flu, a lot of people say, well, I caught it from you, but I think they were just detoxing along with the family. 
for spiritual reasons, to support them. A lot of reasons. They eat the same food. They, you know, they watch the same TV shows. So I think souls do things energetically on all different levels that we're just not aware of. So those animals could have just got together and said, I don't know, let's say I'll detox from something and I'll be coughing along the way. Anything's possible. But that still doesn't prove that they caught it from each other. You know what I mean? From one another. You're right. Yeah. Well, you know, the, you have to also understand that, um, and I understand all you're saying, and I'm not, you know, discounting it. I just want you to understand that uh, throughout nature, we have uh, this predator prey situation. It doesn't. It's not just something that exists at the at the mammal level. It's at right. at all levels that we see. It also happens on the microscopic level. We can see that happening, and uh, you know, plants can uh, can have fungal diseases and and uh, parasitic diseases, and we can have parasites and fungal diseases. And I mean, so we live in a, a you know a dog eat dog world, you know, and it's it's easy to to feel that. Uh, the predator prey thing just doesn't stop at, you know, the lion at the door. That it could be, uh, you know, a bacteria or some microscopic organism that's trying to attack you. But of course, you could argue that, yeah, your defense in that case is not a sword or a gun, but just appropriate immune system and appropriate defenses. Right. The horticulture people will tell you the only reason plants. I've talked to a lot of them over the years. Get fungus and bugs and worm, anything, is because they're weak. That they'll, And the weakened plants are the ones that the animals go after, just like in the, in the desert, you know, just yeah. like in the, in the jungle. Uh, you know, the, right. the, they go after the weak ones. And I think germs do the same thing, or bacteria does the same thing. I mean, isn't Dr. Wysong what that's what eats us up if you choose to go into some coffin after you translate to another reality? The body's full of bacteria and parasites, right. and it just eats the whole thing up except for the bones. I mean, you know, it just right. does. You know, that's what it does. Sure. That's what it does. <clears throat> yeah, without the immune system there to keep everything in check. Right. Whatever that is. Yeah. I'm, not even, I'm not even sure what the immune system is anymore. Boy, I get questioning everything these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you talk to Dr. Cowan, and he'll give you an entire explanation. He believes the immune system model is just totally wacko, you know, that the way we've been taught that this whole autoimmune thing is just not, it's just made up. The body doesn't try to attack itself. A lot of people... No, that, that very well could, could be. That could be uh, another another one of the lies. I, I think <laughs> you there is a, uh, on, on, the, uh, on the front page of this lies as big as, as the universe, I have a couple of quotes there. One of them is from Solzhenitsyn, uh, and he he says his quote is you know the Russian yeah. you know what I'm talking about sure sure yeah he, he says they know they know they are lying wait wait a second they yeah they know we are they are lying we know they know they are lying they know we know they are lying <laughs> yes. we know they know we know they are lying <laughs> and it goes on and he says, I love that and they lie anyway hey, I love it I and think that's the way it works. Anyway. So and there's beautiful. another one from a from a U.S. official. I, I don't remember his name in that, but he says, "We will we will consider our our disinformation uh, program complete when nothing 
the American public believes is true. <laughs> then we're done. This is from a from a U.S. Uh, uh, official. Sure. Just think about and the moon. Yeah, the moon. Go ahead. No, give me some more. Yeah, give me yeah some there's more. there's uh, another thing on <laughs> the front page of that lies as big as the as the universe. It's got I've got some really cool cool quotes there. Another one is from the uh, law. There is law in the basin. There's several uh, quotes <laughs> from established cases and so forth. But the basic uh, idea is that um, any any uh, any lie um, any lie vitiates anything it, it's attached to. Any lie vitiates anything it's attached to. Yeah. Oh, because then the paradigm is just cattywampus. You you, you can't work the paradigm. No, just it, it, uh, another way to put it. Any lie destroys whatever is dependent upon that lie. Yes. Yeah. So if if in a court of law you find someone trying to make a case about something and you find that they're lying at an important element of that case, the whole case is dismissed whole because thing. it's dependent upon that lie being true. It's like hmm. the weakest link in a ch chain will cause the chain to be broken. Sure. And, and so when you look at, at any of these things going on, like cosmology, all you have to do is, is prove one of the frauds, like, like the, the stuff going on at the space station is all CGI stuff. Yes, it is. Space station is actually underwater somewhere, and that's yes, all why the guys look like they're floating around. If you can prove that that part is a lie, then everything else that no. NASA is saying is, is suspect or, or probably law or, I mean, uh, a lie or... Uh, not admissible too. The same thing, you know, with co with COVID. Pro prove one part of that false, and everything else tumbles, falls apart. We don't we don't have to prove every element of it untrue, even though we can. Just one thing. But even just one thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and th this virus thing is going to be a big one because, you know, you're talking three or four trillion dollars a year is based on the idea of germs. And they're not. Oh, gonna, yeah. They're not going to. You know, they're not going to let this one not, go. Again, never going to let this one all go. All <laughs> the behemoth of institutions <laughs> and trillions of dollars Cancer flowing. How this. do you stop that? No, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. You know, it's not going to go. Yeah, anywhere. the only thing that can stop it is enough people becoming informed, listening to this podcast. Yeah, that's <laughs> this right. Podcast we just did. <laughs> and I think that, and yeah. waking up, waking up, and just saying no. No, I'm not going to no. do that. No. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm just done. No, I'm I don't not. believe you. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And the, think about the moon, the moon landing, Doctor Wysong. The moon landing. Everybody who's critical thinking, we know they net, that didn't happen. 1969. And to this day, they said, "Oh well, we lost the technology." Did you hear that? <laughs> That's what they say. We lost the technology. That's no, incredible. So they just lie, and everybody the knows most, they're the lying. The most momentous event in human history. Lost the technology. Oh, and, and we, we lost that, or we destroyed it because we didn't have room on the shelf or something. <laughs> um, I've seen one thing that I think is fascinating, that the iPhones today have more computer power than they had in 69 when they went to the to the moon. Yeah. That's, now that's yeah. pretty trippy when you think about that. <laughs> Again, think of the computing power to try to figure out how to get a rocket to get to a moon. The moon is also moving, remember, but the earth is moving in all those different directions at 3.8 million miles an hour and you're going to shoot a rocket and you're going to hit a particular spot on the moon. 
not uh, just in impossi- impossibility. I think the moon is a plasma, like uh, uh, Rudolf Steiner talked about. And actually, Crow 77, who filmed the moon for weeks and months. Yeah, I saw that. You could actually see stuff behind it. Behind it. Now, if it's a big right. spin, if it's a big rock, that ain't happening. You can. You know. Yeah, and how's a rock as reflective as what it is? Oh, come on! Yeah, really. Go out on a yeah. moonlit night. You really think that's that's doing the? Doing, doing. Yeah. Come on, no. Yeah, there's so 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 much stuff, and as I'm, you know, and as I'm listening to us talk about this, I'm thinking about the, the the people who are just uh, you know just can't release their belief in. In the standard cosmologist, thinking about what kooks we are. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I got to change my battery. Yeah, no, they. I know, but what are you going to do? You know, it's like if you can't tell your truth, then what's the point of being here? You know. Yeah, that's it, dude. That's that's what we have. I mean, that's what we're responsible for for learning, and we're responsible for passing it on. Because none of us are saying that once. Oh, let me get my. Once what we are saying is the truth, the absolute truth, and totally, you know, if somebody can prove me wrong on any of my beliefs, I'm in. You know, I'll change. I don't care. You know, it doesn't matter to me. I'm, I'll just change. You know, somebody proves there's a virus, I'll say, well, I was wrong. I don't know. What What made you? What originally made you doubt the whole uh, uh, pathogen theory? Started long ago when COVID started, and it was uh, Stefan Lanka. In Germany. Oh, I see. Cool yeah. guy. And then I started interviewing, and I've interviewed them all over and over. Kaufman, Cowan. Uh, Mike Stone's a good one. If you if you want to check out Mike Stone, a wonderful, uh, wonderful guy. Very, very cool. Mike Stone. You could just put Mike Stone Virology. Also, Samantha and Mark Bailey. They're out of um, Australia, New Zealand. Fascinating couple. Um, Mark Bailey wrote an 85-page paper called The End of Farewell to Virology that they put together with some people with so many uh, notes proving everything they said to get into a court in New Zealand to prove that viruses don't exist as advertised. And they wouldn't even hear it. You know, they wouldn't even let it in in the court. But it's called Fair... Who were the other people that, that were remarkable in that regard? Uh, I think Colin Cowan, Kaufman, Vollmer. That's K-A-U-F. K-A-U-F-M-A-N. Okay. And we have a lot of these people on my BitChute channel that you could watch them. Who else? The Baileys, Mark and Samantha Bailey, New Zealand. Right. Excellent. Right. Uh, Stone, Mike Stone. And his mm-hmm. website is Veer, L-I-E-O-G-Y, Veer Lyology. <laughs> very, very sharp guy. Very sharp guy. <clears throat> What's his website, did you say? V-I-R-L-I-E-O-G-Y. And we have three or four interviews with uh, with him on BitChute, on Patrick Timponi that you could watch. And he's fun. So those are the, the leaders of the, of the game right now. It's easy, you know. After <clears throat> after a while, like I'm, I'm I'm getting uh, because I am tuned into a, a lot of of research on COVID yes, that sir. I've been following now for since the beginning, and I've written 
hundreds and hundreds of pages, you know, on on it, you know, with documentation trying to prove this or that and, you know, showing that the virus does not exist, showing that PCR test is, is not valid, showing that there have been no real COVID deaths, showing that there is no specific uh, pathognomonically mm-hmm. identifiable disease called COVID. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, there's so much of it, and, and I've I've been through it so much, and I'm I'm starting to get afraid that I'm going to bore my listeners by <laughs> continuing to talk about it. You know, it's 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 to me it's now so evident and so uh, clear that that we were hoodwinked. That, yes. um, but you know, it's a big know. deal. It's important. I continue to encourage you to keep doing it because you know once you get to the point spiritually that there's nothing out there other than an alligator or a snake or something that could get you it really frees you up you know it really lets you relax you know and you know this idea that something can just attack you and at any time and you can get sick and die it's just it's just not true in my opinion it's not true yeah there's certainly a, a lot of uh, you know you go back in history with the plagues and yeah uh you know all the the Black Death and the bubonic and everything, and gee, when you consider the circumstances that these people were living under, and if you look at the one of the things, uh, you know, if you look at the the structures that that humans built way back when, I mean, I I I've as a kind of a hobby, I've built homes. No. Uh, you know, I, no. I, I like to cr- the creative feel of building homes, and I've done masonry work and and carpentry and so forth i've done it you know everything just because it's it's challenging and it's fun and it's physical but having that experience and then looking at at some of these structures these megalithic uh, uh, buildings and so forth and and uh, i'm thinking about the and the intricate detail and, and beauty of these things and how people could have done though that way back then you know and supposedly in the horse and buggy time or even before that and i'm thinking uh, uh no one of these people were dying when they were 22 you know and and they were living off potatoes or or rice you know i think there's i think there's lots of evidence and you can see some of these old old very old castle castles and and buildings and I've seen the inner, and they're like a circuit on the inside. They got these. The whole thing is a circuit, and then they have an antenna, and, yeah. and the idea is that, that they were getting um, juice from the ether, divine spirit, which yeah. is everywhere, yeah. right? Yeah. And then they also yeah. had water, and then they had the red brick buildings, and they stored the batteries. And I think yeah. they had energy long time ago, and that's how they built these buildings. You know, these amazing things. They had energy. They had to have some kind of energy, you know. Yeah, even at that, I mean, it just. Uh, but I'm I'm talking more about about how vulnerable. Well, I'm assuming you know at least back into the Middle Ages, you know, and so forth, where people were, uh, you know, throwing their <laughs> the oh, you're talking about on, on the la- plane latrine potties sure. out the window. And, sure, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't know how much of that is true, but I mean, I know that they were, you know, didn't 
maybe didn't have plumbing, you know, they didn't sure. have showers. People would go, some, some of them went forever without ever bathing, you know, and some would maybe bathe, what, once every three months, I don't remember. So all of, all of, um, not that, not that that is necessarily a cause of disease, but I'm just talking about the circumstance back then. It was, you know, quite primitive, and and you were talking about uh, people trying to um, survive doing intense physical activity. They did not have really refrigerators or, or food like we have today, and it's it's no wonder that they succumbed to to things like you know what we would call the plagues. You know. And- there's, there's uh, lots of uh, writings about the idea, and as a veterinarian, you'll appreciate it, that in some of these things, there, rats were involved. And if you get bit by, you know, rodents that had, uh, were sick, you could get sick. I mean, that, that's a contagion that's real. You know, you can get r- bit by a rabbit dog that has eaten some, some species that has all kinds of dumb stuff going on, and you could get rabies, even though... Rabies, as we believe it, uh, doesn't really exist. I mean, the vaccine's not going to stop you from rabies. You know, it does not. You know, it does not. Okay. Rabies doesn't fly through the air. You know, like the, the vets tell no, you, it no, just doesn't. No, it's, it's it, you know, it's a you know, it's something we had to be <laughs> worry about in practice. You know, of is, course, is that, yeah, yeah. Is, you know, we had to be. We had a whole series of uh, vaccinations before we oh. were graduated, supposedly. <sighs> Yeah, I know. Gave us immunity to to rabies. I never saw a rabies case in all those years, yeah. uh, but I've had vets tell yeah, me it's, that. It's, yeah, I've had vets tell me that if you really want to believe in the rabies thing, go ahead, but just do one shot, no more, and you're just a, you're just immune, and you know, and and you'll feel better that way if that once that helps you to feel, you know, feel better about the whole thing. Well, I'd be <laughs> I'd just be suspicious of any medical. <laughs> intervention I'm with short you. of oh, I'm with you. you know you've you've got you know uh, a cut leg and an artery oh, spurting yeah. Yeah. yeah you need you need some mechanical help to fix that but anything else you know these other interventions are are just so dangerous i agree people are so so uh so vulnerable but but, but basically they're vulnerable because they want to be they, they they don't want to grow up and take responsibility for their own health. That's know? the big one, isn't it? Run to the doctor yeah. when you get a fever or something. It's just, oh, what are you going to do? Well, Doc, you're fun to talk to. We had a good time. Did we solve any of the big questions of life as if thinking matters? We tried. Pretty much all of them. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. As if thinking matters, this is great I was so surprised, you know, it, it was funny. I don't even know how I first found you. I don't know. I just came across something. And I had no idea that you were kind of a cosmology truther or a, or a carnival. I didn't even know. So I get talking to you and I find out you have all these same beliefs that I do. So I thought, well, yeah, this, well it's, it's, uh, this is fun. It's nice to talk to you because it's hard to find people on the same wavelength. Yeah. You know, I just keep, I keep throwing stuff out there. You know, <laughs> and waiting for someone to come back and say, "Well, hey, you know, you're you're full of it," and I say, "Well, just uh, please explain to me how I'm full of it. Oh, Let's yeah. talk about it." That's right. But very few, very few people uh, respond. You know, so I I don't know. You know, with the virus thing, they can't because they just don't have it. You know, they don't have the goods. Oh. And uh, Cowan talks a lot about that. They still get together, 
and they're trying to prove themselves wrong. You know, that's what they're trying to do. And yeah. there's just no evidence, you know, just none. You know, there was a, a really cool um, operation during the uh, Spanish flu uh, that Mike Stone talks about, and they were trying to prove that this thing was, uh, you know, some virus that are going around killing people. And they had people, and they were changing snot with people and breathing oh in the God. same room. They were doing no, everything just, they could, and uh, it just didn't happen. It didn't happen. Yeah, you, know, you just you just sent that to me before you even oh, said it? it. Oh, really? Huh? Yeah. Oh, in, just, on just, the inner? Like a, a minute or two ago, that you know that idea came into my mind as we're talking about contagion and so forth. And so there you are. Yeah, yeah. And then also people argue, like Furstenberg, that this is when they came out with a lot of new electrical stuff during the Spanish flu, uh, radar and stuff like that, and that could have assaulted the human condition as well. And then they had vaccines. Or aspirin. Are you, are you aware of, of, of the use of aspirin during the Spanish flu? No, no. I mean, they were, they were, it was just kind of relatively recently uh, uh, discovered and used that it could, that it could stop uh, fever. And they were, back then, they were really trying to, 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 well, the fever for this disease, whatever ah. it was, they were giving aspirin by the hand. Oh yeah, over I do overdose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not and there's you know there's uh, I've got in, in one of my news newsletters where the that have the actual newspaper or the clippings where how much of the aspirin they were actually you know by the boatload they were dumping into these people because they had fever wow. and it was just killing killing them. Well, I guess it would do a lot to your blood and then in your blood. Who knows, right? They could, yeah, who, who, yeah, just yeah. Any, any, anything unusual like wow. that? You know, just how yeah. much were they giving them? Did they? Was it documented how much aspirin? They, they said, had? you know, basically by the handful. You're kidding. Per day. Wow, that had to kill yeah. you, right? Yeah. The aspirin producers made a lot of money. Oh yeah, <laughs> the important thing was taken care of. <laughs> That's right, the, the big, the big stuff. Well, Doctor Song, thanks for your work. Uh, you have thirteen books. People want to go to asifthinkingmatters.com, right? And you, you have a newsletter thing you can send out to people if they sign up, right? Yep. Cool. It's, it's free. Yep. Well, have a wonderful afternoon, the great state of Michigan, and I appreciate all of your time and for being here. It's an honor to talk to you. You're fun. Thank, thank you. Too. You're- Thank you. You're fun, too, and it's good talking to you, Patrick. All right, sir. Take care. Okay. Dr. Take Randy Weissong, he is a veterinarian by trade, and he learned to be a veterinarian, and now he does all kinds of fun stuff. Well, Dr. Cowan, speaking of Cowan, he's going to be here tomorrow. His ears will probably be ringing as we've been talking about him. Tom Cowan, tomorrow at 10 o'clock on OneRadioNetwork.com, and we'll see what he's up to. He's a fun guy. He's just puts things in such simple terms. You know, it's like, okay. Yeah, such simple simple terms. Well, there you have it. Um, thanks for your ongoing support. Uh, if you're watching on video, please subscribe to this channel and click that little bell thing and then you get notified every time we put up a new show. And then also underneath the video, you'll see a couple of links to our website and also to our store there. And if you see something on our website, either the, you know, either, either the ads on the side or in our store, uh, if you could use something, buy it. We have 
so many cool things that uh, uh, we don't get a chance to talk to all of them. But if you like a good sauna, we have the relaxed far infrared sauna. It's a, it's a wonderful sauna. You have that one on our website. We have the hydrogen machine, holy hydrogen machine. Check out that technology. That's really beneficial. BioAge is a great product. Uh, green, uh, green, you know, microgreens. Really cool. BioAge. We have an air purifier by Air Doctor. The very the best we we know of. We have a shower filter that you can uh, get on One Radio Network from Omica Organics. It's the best shower filter we know of. The very best we know of. Pearlsium is a product that you can brush your teeth with, and it's from Pearls, Real Pearl, um, a living source. And then the sulfur, we sell a lot of sulfur. Our pure sulfur is a very cool thing to try. And then we also have um, Blue Shield, we think is the uh, the best uh, out there, really, don't want to overuse that term, the best out there of um, electromagnetic field protection. It's really a great technology. Okay, kids, we will see you tomorrow with Dr. Tom Cowan. Uh, come on by and uh, have some fun. Thanks for your support. I love you all very much. Thank you. And may the blessings be. Broadcasting live, weekday morning, this is listener-supported One Radio Network.